this week on Dice Boys. Hey everyone, Blake here. Thanks so much for tuning in to Dice Boys again this week. This here is episode 6 of The Lonely Art Collector. Last time, the players all died. Well, not quite. But uh, they uh, continued the fight against uh, Hans and his crew in Thornrose Tower, all while trying to unravel the mystery surrounding the tower and the painting they were sent to retrieve, and the eccentric dwarf who sent them, and Hans and Holly, and how all this stuff is connected, and what the story is with the stained glass windows. So things started out promising in the fight, but quickly uh, quickly took a turn as one by one the players and their wood elf allies fell unconscious at the hands of Hans hands of Hans <laughs> and uh, wow holy hell uh, and company and Holly and her brothers then Dodge then Matthias then Alok all of them fallen in battle uh, we left off with Matthias and Alok unconscious on the balcony Dodge in the banquet hall waking from unconsciousness to a strange voice in his head, a flustered Biggle hiding in the dumbwaiter, leaving our wizard, Yon-Yon, having found hidden access to the roof and catching a quiet moment of reflection as he looks at the sky-funeraled remains of the departed wizard of Thornrose Tower. So in this episode, some questions will be answered. And someone's gonna die let's go down to the basement sit at the table and roll some dice dodge you inexplicably wake after falling unconscious and the first thing i want you to do is i want you to roll a d4 and i want you to add your charisma modifier sick and that will determine your hit points okay that's a big four okay so the last thing you had done is you had woken up tucked your whip under you and decided to try and play dead and and i also want to point out in this room next to you is one unconscious wood elf and one very much dead wood elf bummer uh i'm just like listening intently right now okay so here here are some of the sensory realities you're experiencing you're experiencing pain first and foremost much all over your body in the category of much yes and you are feeling heat from the floor above you and you can hear all kinds of commotion on the on the floorboards as this fire above is weakening their stability and all these bodies moving around and shuffling, and you can hear the muffled sound of Hans's voice yelling commands, but you can't quite make out exactly what it is he's saying. It sounds like there's quite a few people above me right yes. now. Yes, yeah, you're feeling tons of footsteps 
or hearing tons of footsteps. And you can also smell smoke and burning wood. Um, I am going to hoof it out of this room. Uh, so you're not going to, I'm going to actually get up. Yeah. I'm going to like, I'm sitting there closing my eyes and just kind of, you know, thinking about and trying to reorient myself because I was coming from being dead basically. And, and weirdo talking to you. Yeah. And, um, I, I will just jump up off the floor and make my way towards the doorway that leads into the hallway between the, this room and the kitchen. Right. The side door that leads to the hallway. Yep. And then. And um, I, as I go from this room to the kitchen, I would like to bust out. <clears throat> I'm going to stop briefly at that window that's boarded up and mm-hmm. just bust it open. Like okay. not, uh, not all of it, but just some of it. Cool. Yeah. And then move into the kitchen. All right, great. So, yeah, you run down the hall, you you burst up, you come out of the side door of the banquet hall into this dark hallway that pull my crowbar out. Oh, that's right cuz you got your pack back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you're going to you you catch a glimpse out of the right corner the corner of your right eye at the window and you decide at the last minute to run over there and just pry this window open just in case for whatever reason. For whatever reason. Yeah. Great. And so go ahead and just give me a, a, a quick strength roll. Because I, I know that's your forte, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I always play strength Super characters. Strong. Hello, reps down Muscle at Venice Road. Beach. That's a 10. 10 is just enough for you to leverage out these uh, moisture-swollen pieces of wood away from, away from this broken glass window. And you get, as, as you do, you get... Uh, you didn't realize how kind of oppressive the increasing smoke and fire smell yeah. was, and you get a kind of a rush of fresh night air comes in from from behind this broken board that you pry. These yeah. broken boards you pry. It away. reminds me again that I'm alive. Nice. So you do that, and then I move into the kitchen. Okay. So as you're moving into the kitchen, you hear a of the elevator or the dumbwaiter descending. I'm going to run over to the dumbwaiter and poise to deal with whatever surprise may be inside of it. Okay. I'm expecting... I have no idea what to expect from this. Okay, yeah. So what are you doing? Are you... I'm actually going to just post up like up against the wall right next to it and basically wait and see what comes out and potentially strike it. Great. As you are standing there waiting... And you hear the dumbwaiter come down and stop. Initially, nobody comes out. But you hear above you on the balcony more muffled yells from Hans. And you hear the rushed footsteps of people heading for the stairways that lead from the balcony downstairs. Uh, The one above me or the one on the other side? Uh, the one above you. Okay, cool. So, Biggle, you've chosen to descend into the kitchen. And the dumbwaiter stops. Mm-hmm. What's going through your head when it stops? What are you doing, Biggle? What are you doing here, Biggle? What are you doing here, Biggle? And he's thinking, and he's sort of all of this flood of feeling where he just... He basically hasn't stopped to think since he couldn't find a ladder out of the top of the building. 
and like the fight or flight instinct kind of kicked in with him and he just his body led him down and Biggle found himself in this elevator knowing that it was a safe place that he was the only one who could use Mm -hmm. and as he hits the kitchen and it stops he sort of has to decide what he's gonna do from here on out and not like a who is he gonna be but like is he gonna like run away and get the fuck out of here or is he gonna finish finish this job right and uh because you don't you don't know what has happened to your three i don't know what's happened to anybody and i don't know where anybody is and so he pauses for a moment at the kitchen and then he flips the lever on the dumbwaiter and keeps going downstairs. Down to the basement. Down to the basement. So Dodge, <laughs> you, you're, po- you're poised and ready to hit anything that comes out of this yeah. dumbwaiter when it stopped yeah. in the kitchen. And then you all of a sudden hear it descend. Yeah, I will run and post up right up against the wall next to the door into the so, main room. So there is a doorway that is in the kitchen that you guys haven't gone through yet, which leads just it's it presumably leads oh, it's down to underneath the basement. The stairway. Which would be underneath that oh, I'm stairway. Absolutely on the left. going to the basement. Yes. Okay. Well, or that other door. So as you <laughs> Okay. So you hear the elevator go down. Yeah. And you you say fuck it, I'm gonna follow this thing, and you take what you assume to be the doorway to the basement. And sure enough, you open this basic wooden door, and it heads. It's got a dark stairway that descends uh, parallel to the stairway above it, and you descend into the darkness. And as you are about five or so stairs down, you hear the door, the main door to the kitchen burst open and you hear the voices, two female human voices and one deep male voice arguing. And they're arguing about what they need to get. Like they're, they're saying like, get some pots, find the water cistern. And you hear the deep voice say like, no, you can't throw water on a grease fire. I worked in kitchens. It's not how it works. We got to find the salt bag. All right, I'm feeling good now. And that you just, you hear them scrabbling around in the kitchen, opening cupboards, clang, 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 pulling out pots, get like dipping water in the, uh, dipping pots in the water cistern and just yelling at each other. And they're scrambling. Cool. Fine by me. I'm going to keep heading down. So you head down the stairs and, and you come to a landing right when you hear the elevator the dumbwaiter gears kind of stop. Okay. Yon, yon. You're leaning out over the edge of the top of the tower. Behind you is the almost reverent, yet nevertheless packed apart corpse of this wizard on a bench. And above you, the clouds are continuing to break and the stars are coming out. And there's a cool summer evening breeze blowing. And you can smell the smoke from below you can almost see it rising in the darkness below you as you look down the edge of the tower what do you do okay i'm gonna walk over and sit down next to the wizard 
and like put my arm around him, like the corpse. Do you know, I envy you in a way. And then after I say that, I want to investigate like his body for anything. After I say that, I would like to desecrate his corpse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really envy you. Now I'm going to, you know, harvest your organs. Okay, uh, give me an investigation roll. The dice strikes the That's table with be a 18. colossal thud. <laughs> eighteen. Yeah. That's a heavy dice. All right. So, um, so with an eighteen, that's what you rolled. Yep. A, a couple things are evident to you as you look over this corpse. The most prominent is that his hands were kind of uh, nestled on uh, fingers interlocked and nestled on his stomach, and all this stuff has been pecked apart. But you, you can see kind of the serenity that it had, nevertheless. And underneath that, on his stomach, is a wand. Dude. Nice roll. Yeah. You lick the wand. <laughs> uh, and also on one of his uh, necrotized or not necrotized, but like uh, one of his corpsey fingers. <laughs> yeah. uh, dead ass fingers. One of his dead ass fingers is a ring. Fuck yeah, there is. Can you take I them do, both like that yeah. greedy little do, wizard you are. Can I do an arcana check on the ring? Yeah. It's going to be a 20. Jesus. Okay, yeah. You, you've seen one of these before at the Academy. You've seen them many times. You've seen them in books. You've even seen one in... Uh, in a special class you took on rings. Uh, <laughs> rings 301. You know, <laughs> Metallurgy. Not to bring back this yeah. joke, but electives was my, was my favorite. And then I, that I time you got the, the substitute and Julie, they made you Julie, watch the movie Julie. The Ring. And then... uh, this is a ring of jumping. Fuck. I'm going to need that. <laughs> is that up for grabs? Or? Uh, so uh, let me look it up, what it does, so I can tell you. A wizard with a Jump ring. Because you would know. I would know. Yeah, that dueling elective yeah, yeah, is very yeah. important. Yeah. Just signs up for the Olympics. Wouldn't that be Ring like minor enchanting? Jumping! Enchanting 256. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's definitely I feel an like elective that's where you jewel see crafting the course. Ring of, the Ring of Jumping is definitely in the enchanting, like second level courses. <laughs> Everybody else is just Basic making Basic ring. Out of yeah. <laughs> You're making a ring of jumping. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do we want to keep all that, or do we, yeah, yeah, should we yeah, wait for some silence? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, while wearing this ring, you can cast the jump spell as a bonus action at will. Jump. Any BFG but you can fans only target yourself. Real quick, what is a jump spell just for everyone? You get to jump real high, man. No, I mean yeah, just you, by you like double. A you yeah. I, I again, I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure it just doubles your jumping capacity. So it doubles the distance you can jump, and it doubles the height you can jump. Also, they probably either already know or don't care. So. Uh, <laughs> that jump distance is tripled. Woo! Woo! That's, that's... So I was wrong. That's you triple it. your jump distance. Do you... Uh, just catapult the wizard. Like, do you take damage, though, when you land? I mean... No, I don't think so. I don't think so, It's yeah. pretty high. It's pretty dope. It's pretty it's magical. Like, well, it's not Basically just like you using shot your that wizard for like just, jump rope. Oh! Yeah, dude. I definitely don't want that. You know, uh, I also want to do an arcana check on. We're the, building the basketball hoop when we get back to um, our place. The wand. Heal, yeah. Okay. I'll play a bunch. 
Oh, dude, these dice are the shit. That's a natural 20. I'm not even lying. Holy. You can look at it oh, right now. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you bought a bunch of weighted dice. <laughs> Trevor's, okay, cool. Trevor's brand new fucking birthday Yeah, My brother bought me these dice. dice, and I uh, just, I love you, my brother. Wow. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this wand is an arc lock wand. And basically what this, it has seven charges. And you can expend one charge to cast Witch Bolt. You can expend three charges to cast a level two Witch Bolt. Or you can expend six charges to cast a level three Witch Bolt. Dang. Dog. Additionally, you can spend another charge anytime you use it to give a plus one to your attack roll. Because Witch Bolt, you have to make an attack roll. So Bring that wand downstairs real quick. <laughs> Let's all try it. And she <laughs> likes it best. She <laughs> so does the best with it. And, yeah. uh, and it regains 1d6 plus 1 charges at dawn. We can go over all this oh, awesome. stuff yeah. later. What was it called oh. one more time? Hit me with that. It's the Arc Lock arc. Wand. Just think the Emperor at return at the end of Return of the Jedi. And just Sith, how he Sith just... Lightning. Yes. Yes. Right. Lightning. No, yeah, I know wand. what it is. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, so yeah, you just got a fucking machine gun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you notice one more other really dope thing. You do actually, oh and my. this this is something that. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> There's a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> you find a grenade launcher. You didn't see it before, but now, now that you rolled it, dun, 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 dun. he's holding the painting. Uh, um, what you buying? What you selling? <laughs> Out of nowhere. You so <laughs> Super creepy dude. Do <laughs> everything you need to just beat ass. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, with the 18 that you rolled, you notice kind of etched onto the edge of the bench are some runes. And while you're not entirely sure what they are, I'm just going to go ahead and roll with your nat 20 and, and apply that to this this moment. Right on. You, you definitely get the sense that it's some sort of warding against some sort of evil. It kind of reminds you of the gentle repose spell, but like it's kind of in that vein, but it's a little different. And it, it's a little eerie for you to see these runes. Because it begs the question, what was this wizard warding himself against? Uh, yeah, I pick up the stuff, and then... <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> do you put the ring on? Oh, it looks like oh, some yeah, cool stuff. I'm going to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put the ring on, and I'll put the... put the. I don't know, I have a kimono, and it's draped over with like a string. I'll just kind of like tuck it in, like if there were a holster there, but there's like not. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Nice. Um, and then I... Assume at that point I'm going to hear the the second uh, like descend of the sure yeah waiter. Let's say that yeah and I'll put my hand on the corpse and I'll just say thank you and I'll start climbing down very slowly and yeah. like kind of listening as I'm moving slowly down. Okay, and as you do, there uh, smoke is kind of billowing out below you, billowing out from the building. You're kind of climbing down into a smoky cloud as this fire on the stairs and the balcony lets its smoke out of these broken stained glass windows. And you know that you will be climbing right past these stained glass windows. 
And above you in the night sky are carrion birds <coughs> circling around and flying around, frustrated that you disrupted their feast on this corpse and waiting for you to leave so that they can return. Cut back to the basement, Dodge. You find yourself in a small room. You're in what would be kind of the bottom left corner of it. The whole room extends kind of above you. And there's, as you hit the, the bottom of the stairs, you just come to a wall. And in order to get to the rest of the room, you have to move back to, the, to your left along the side of the stairs. And there are just barrels and sacks of grain and storage shelves. And most notably, racks of wine. And also a thick metal door in the far right-hand corner. Is that so? Yes. Well. And you also see kind of opposite that corner, um, the the door to the dumbwaiter. Is it open? Biggle, is it open? Uh, when I hit the bottom, mm-hmm. I'm going to just very, very slowly, as quietly as possible, lift the door of the dumbwaiter. And I imagine at that same time, I see Dodge walking down the bottom of the stairs. And I make eye contact with him. Like, oh, hey, boss. I thought you were, I thought you were dead. Oh, uh, well, we're just in the basement, actually. Uh, is there anyone else? I'm not too sure about that. It's been a, it's been a rough ride this night. <sighs> well, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm not alone. Uh, I lost Yon Yon. He's around somewhere. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I found you. Are you feel are you feeling okay? <clears throat> oh yeah, I feel feeling a million bucks. Matter of fact, uh I wouldn't worry too much about Yanya. I would say we take a crack at this door over yonder. And you guys can hear above you just the the thudding sounds of a bunch of footsteps and the clang, clang, clang. The s- I have it on, on good authority that our agitators are currently predisposed with some other I peek out the dumbwaiter door and that's when I see this giant metal door. Seems oh, yes. like we might be able to find some common ground here. You know what I'm saying? Oh yes. Yeah. And real quick though, I reach into my my alchemist satchel and I pull out a small little vial and I hand it to you and I say, "You might want to take a little sip of this." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And uh, you hesitate. Regain one d8 hit points. Sick. That's, That's like it. Just one d8. It's it's not a. Uh, it's not a potion of healing, it's just 1d8. It's a healing potion of healing drought, or healing drought. Draft. It's a stiff drink. Your boy's a Healing drought. A creature can drink it as an action to regain 1d8 hit points. Then the I vial think, disappears. I just, I'm with Nick on this one. I think it's draft. D-R-A-U-G-H-T. Oh my god, what did I have this argument draft. right now? That's, it's draft. All right, thanks, yeah. thanks, boss. No, it is not. Yeah, it, like alchemically, that's how you spell draft. Yeah, alchemically, that's know. how you spell it. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, uh, this is episode six. If you want to comment about this, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get a thing opinion. going for you or opinion Does on you, it. Was alchemical you know, spelling not we'll one of your electives? You can slide the bar to one yeah, side. I, yeah, I uh, was more along the um, chemistry side instead of the English lit side. Okay, so fair enough. My bad. My bad. Either way, you Thanks, regain yeah. six. Well, I'm, I'm feeling like a million bucks plus two right now. <laughs> let's go. Uh, 
let's go see about this door. I feel a mighty itch. Mm, yeah, actually, uh, sort of the like the coloring on Biggle's skin has sort of come back to life. He's less terrified now that he's found sort of this delightful little surprise in the basement. Can we roll like a tandem investigation check on this door? Ooh, actually, I'll ass- maybe. Well, you'll probably assist me <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> the, I don't know, man. I'm RP pretty. I'm pretty RP good. But we can do that, right? We RP can like help door. each other. I'm maybe. pretty good at investigating yeah. stuff. I mean, you are the boss too. Like, you, yeah, you are in charge. Get out yeah, of my way. Yeah, no. What do you think about this? <laughs> What's your professional opinion? Well, my professional opinion is that I think I get a bonus on this type of stuff. My professional opinion. What is... are we doing here? Okay. Yeah. What are you doing? I you tell me. Thing. I get. Artificer's lore. I get to uh, make an intelligence check on magical items, technical devices, or alchemical objects, and I get to use two times my proficiency bonus. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make an intelligence check on this door. Oh, it's just a regular door. Is it's it enough a of a door, door to oh, be considered technical? I was technical? thinking it was like a... <laughs> like, door the no. handle. I thought it was like a locked, like a vault door. That's no. what I was thinking. Is it locked? No. I never get to do anything cool. <laughs> so you did all that shit to just twist the handle <laughs> to the door. It was just a push. Yeah, no, I'm still going to I'm still going to. Yeah, do no, we're definitely going to That's a okay. 5 plus <laughs> plus 3 and I'm proficient so plus 5. So 10 total to 13 to, to investigate the door. Either way. All right. Listen, yeah. fuck you guys. This is the first time I've got to do anything on my character sheet. So eat a dick. <laughs> Let me do my thing. I thought every you're it, pretty man. sure it's the meat locker. Ah, fuck. Is it? Uh, are there like long links of sausages and stuff hanging down? Or well, is you this would like... have to open the door to look inside. Oh, oh my God. that's another check. Might find a bit of jerky. I'll tell you what, boss. Uh, this Hans character seemed to think there wasn't nothing down here, but he seems like a bit of a, well, a dumbass. <laughs> well, if there's something down here, we'll be the ones to find it. All right. Copy that. Um, I'm going to start looking for, like, some kind of secret. My thing is, like, the... You're looking All right. for a secret. Yeah, no, <laughs> Tell like us a, where the secret is, Blake. Like, either in the floor, I don't know what the floor okay. is made out of, or in yeah, like possibly one of the barrels. The floor, the floor is stone. Okay, so and there not are the floor. barrels of grain and whatnot, and sacks of rice, and just what you would find in a in a basement storage. And uh, there are canned foods on a shelf. Um, the shelf that's on the wall that's kind of between um, the dumbwaiter and the, the meat locker. And there are racks of wine. Well, we at least ought to check I mean, this wine I'll, out. We haven't opened the meat locker yet. I'm going to go in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sick. Okay. So you open the door to the meat locker. And you are pummeled in the face with a just rancid smell. Do I barf? I barf. You tell me. Oh, I definitely barf. <laughs> that's, a, that's a one. I think I actually like barf and then I fart a little bit at the same time and then I barf oh, some more. Boss, you okay, man? That's uh This is the worst smell close that I've door. ever smelled in my life. <laughs> Can I get you to close that door? I know uh, usually it's you giving orders. There's got to uh, be something in there. 
<laughs> you persist. Yeah, I'm gonna run over there and slam the door. And you um, gonna slam it? Okay, no, I'm not gonna slam it. I'm gonna shut it as quickly as possible. <laughs> In a gentle way, also. Okay. Um, so you shut I'm it very quickly, conscious. and then yeah. in the last two two inches, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like when you get up to go to the bathroom in the middle yeah. of the night, and you don't want to wake exactly. your wife up. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, anybody. I'm I'm conscious that there are still enemies above us. So, um, yeah. If, if there is something in there, I don't even I don't even want it. Honestly, that was that was something from another place. Yes, that was. Ugh. Well, I mean, if there's nothing down here, how are we going to get back upstairs? Well, give me a perception check, both of you. Dude, Trevor, can I use those metal weighted dice, please? <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> no way. And they're not All weighted. Right. 17. All right. Uh, it sounds to you like uh, they are leaving the kitchen above you and heading back up to the balcony. The The... The thudding sounds directly above you in the kitchen have diminished. I reckon we could head upstairs. The the stairs that I came down. You think they've you think they've gone? Yeah, yeah. And the stairs are definitely still usable. So perfect. Uh well, I'll follow you. That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll head upstairs. Okay. And I'm gonna wait and listen at the door before we emerge into the kitchen. And then I'm gonna eventually what I want to do is head over to the door that's uh, on the banquet hall side. Okay. Yeah. So go, go ahead and give me another perception check uh, as you listen at the door at the top of the stairs leading into the kitchen from the basement. Yes! Something happened! <laughs> Way to bail me out on that crit fail, dog. That's a 20. Okay. So, Dodge, you rolled a 1. Yes. Big ol', you rolled a 20. It's a perfect team. Biggle, as you, you kind of, Dodge puts his, puts his ear to the door, and you. I can't hear nothing. Shorter below him, also I'm, put I get your to ear listen to the door. the keyhole, so I get a better yeah. unmuffled sound. <laughs> as, you're, as you're listening, Dodge falls into the room, but you were just about to tell him that you think it's safe, and nobody's in there. And sure enough, you guys stumble into the kitchen, which has now been ransacked. And there's water all over the floor. There's dishes all over the floor, pots and pans. And you can see a sack of salt has been torn open. And there's like a little trail of salt on the, a bunch of spilled salt on the ground. They must be trying to put the fire out. You can hear commotion above you. Yon-yon, you're descending the ladder. And you're getting closer to the billowing smoke coming out of the window. You can hear commotion, the sounds of yelling voices trickling out of these broken windows along with the smoke. And you feel confident enough that there is enough smoke coming out of this window. You feel confident that you can get by the window unnoticed. I'm proficient in confidence. Okay. (laughs) Not a thing, but okay. He was confident in that statement, though. I was. (laughs) He was. That was a very confident statement. Are you continuing? Oh yeah, I continue. Sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Might be. Uh, yeah, I can. I continue down. Okay, all the way to the ground. All the way to the ground. Okay, where you? You tell me what you're doing. Uh, I guess. And, and tell me I'll, what's will, going through your head at this point. Um, I'm basically just trying to f- see someone I know. Like I'm looking for someone. I've been gone for a while. I haven't seen anybody. The last person I saw was Biggles, and he bolted downstairs. So in my head, I think 
he's a the dumb raider sound like he's obviously gone downstairs and that was kind of my whole i'm going to go downstairs and okay. i know that i'm in a very good position because no one knows i'm here and so i'm trying to be very stealthy mm-hmm. and just min max <laughs> meta game as possible just i'm so i'm climbing down slowly and when i get to the stairs how tall is like the actual tower would you say oh jesus um, i know i hate to do this to you but is it oh let's let's i'm, I'm gonna say about 100 floors, feet right is it more or less stories? than triple his jump distance no 100 feet not 100 stories okay um when I that's get the, for that's where when you guys hit like level 12 is the 100 story tower that's the name of that arc i can't wait um yeah so i'm gonna go kind of slowly circling around the tower just kind of peeking through any surface of any kind that i can or looking basically for an advantage entry point Okay, so you begin circling down the tower, and the first entry point that you see uh, beyond these uh, stained glass windows... Right, and I'm also is, like peeking. I'd say I'm peeking in these, seeing if I can see anything, but they're stained, so I probably don't... Well, you know. you're on a rope ladder, so you can't, like, walk along the side of the wall to peek in the windows. I'm talking about, so I climbed the down to the ground, right? Yeah. I'm on this, the ground. This, the stained glass windows are, are on the balcony. They're oh, yeah, 30 right. feet up. Okay, right. But once you hit the ground, there is a broken window about 10 feet up that you can see it had at one point been boarded up, but a few of these boards have been torn away. And you recall, you uh, give, give me an intelligence roll, actually. That's going to be a 20. Are you serious, dude? dude I swear to God, this is the craziest <laughs> shit ever. Wait, All right. I'm about to melt those dice. I got to <laughs> get myself a pack of those. Yeah, put those in some salt water, G. Wait, it just says 20 on all sides. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you remember distinctly re- seeing this boarded up window at the end of the hallway that runs between the, uh, the kitchen and the, the banquet hall. Right, and I'm, I've heard everyone. And you remember that it was boarded up completely, but somehow, some way... Some of these boards have been torn apart. A ring and drop my ass through that. It's time to see if this thing actually works. And then just pff, like the cool, yes, like the Kool Aid man. God, yes. All right. Dexterity. So here, here's what happens. Yeah, pay me a word picture. Yeah, because it's well, it's not fair because I I think maybe I didn't describe it well enough. Okay, sorry. It's it's not it's not as though the window is completely broken out and there is no glass. It is a glass window. <laughs> that has a giant broken hole in it. Oh, but okay. on the interior side, it had been boarded up as a consequence, just okay. completely. Right. And a few of those boards have been broken away. Okay. Then what you could do to to make it more clear is you could you like could throw myself at one of the boards and like pull myself in. Yes. Cool. That's what I'll do. Okay. You do that. Okay. <laughs> um. You magically <laughs> Mario. Moon jump your way up to this window, 10 feet up, and you kind of land on this tiny little edge on the outside of it, and you break away a little bit of the glass with your hands, and you slither your slight elven frame through this broken glass and these pulled away boards, and you you step down onto these pried away boards as you step in the window, and it's dark in the hallway and immediately you can feel the heat of the fire above you and you can hear the thundering footsteps of people putting it out and you can hear the muffled sounds of Hans yelling orders to to your left 
is a doorway that you know leads into the banquet hall and to your right is a doorway that you know leads into the kitchen and directly ahead of you at the end of the hallway is the foyer the main foyer of the tower i would literally go to the door to the right because i feel like that's i know what the other door leads to and yonan's character doesn't know what that door leads to so i would literally open that door and like make my way in there into the kitchen yeah okay hey boss Yanyan, you made it. <laughs> of course I made it. Shay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know y'all the bosses, but if you could maybe keep it down, there's a ruckus. Fruckus. I don't know where, where we settle on that. Where's where's the lock? Where's where's Holly? I don't know, man. Keep it down, man. Keep it down. We don't know. They got taken. God. <laughs> Listen. Let's go. And uh I'm gonna drag I wanna is it sounds like they're still upstairs. The bad guys? Yes. I would like to, to try to drag Biggles into the dining room. You gotta help this guy out, man. We need we need him. You're trying to drag me into the other room? Yeah, just like, I'm not like drag you, but like, come on, man. Like, oh, let's well, come. I'll follow you, but yeah. <laughs> no touchy. Yeah. No touching. Yeah, no I got, touching. I got, I got a guy in here who needs some of your juice. Oh, well, if I could be of service. I'm gonna go give the healing potion to the guy who's still alive in there. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so you guys... Pull into the banquet room. Stealthily. Like, we stop at the kitchen door and, like, boop, boop, boop. All peek our heads out the side. Yeah. <laughs> Three Stooges <laughs> style. Both ways. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Run and then you... The hallway. Who's the... Who's... What's the order? Obviously, Biggles, you're at on the, the bottom. bottom. But who's in the sandwich there in the Three Stooges <laughs> I think L's are short. Like, I feel like it would be Yon Yon because he's a little bit shorter. And then human. I'm, I'm comfortable with Dude, that. I am tall. Yeah, I thought Yon Yon yeah, was Yeah, I'm tall. a very tall person. That's fine. Oh. You can still be in the... I mean, we, we, elves like, in the D&D D world like were elf, like five I mean, elves tall. are typically five inches shorter than humans, just on average, but that's just... Yeah. Do that's I a, look that's like according to the elf? most recent Sword Coast censuses. You know what? Census also, you like that. No one's going to tell, no tell me who Mirasan. my character is. I'm like 6'5". 6'5". Wow, dude. I'm tall. I'm 6'5", 235. I'm so what do you like a guard? Ripped as shit. I don't even know I'm like I'm like I'm like 6'2" somewhere around there I imagine like lengthy yeah, kind totally. of just very Yeah. If you could drape a skin over a skeleton. Okay. So you guys <laughs> you guys doot, 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 poke your three heads out of the uh the swinging kind of saloon style door that leads from the kitchen to the hallway. You see nothing. You hear footsteps above you. So you bolt across the hallway and into the banquet hall and you see the dead body of one the very much dead body of one of these what elves you can't remember which one whether it's al or powell and you see the unconscious but still alive body of the other one ah tip him up (laughs) i'll tip Tip him him up up. i don't know what that is though yeah and then i reach into my little satchel uncork the thing and uh, uh open his mouth i'm gonna open his mouth and but i will also i'm also ready to like put my hand over it in case he makes a loud noise and i'm just gonna nice. slowly pour this vial into his body okay go ahead and oh he has to make a dexterity saving throw i'm sorry uh go ahead and roll <laughs> Why don't you? Why don't Fire you roll? One d eight. Whoops! Wrong him. potion. He explodes. He just drank some water. He gains oh, six max. hit points. Okay. Oh wait, that's, that's not max. max. This is a d eight. That's God, close though. D eight's crazy, dude. So you pour this potion into his mouth, and he's he's laying there unconscious, 
and immediately his eyes open and he looks at both of you and he goes, Open me both the I'll tell you both together. Put my hand immediately over his mouth. Shh, Bubba, you got you gotta keep it quiet, my man. And he kind of you you see his body, like the tenseness in his body. As he gets as he gets an awareness of what's happening. And and he he nods at you. With, with your hand over his mouth. And I would like to listen to see if I notice a change in the activity. Above. You do, actually. You hear the footsteps heading toward the stairs that lead down toward the banquet, like on the banquet hall side. And you f- hear the sound of dragging. We're running back. To, I'm running back to the kitchen. Okay, so you just, you yeah, leave the room. Yeah, I believe that this wood elf has his act together. He knows yeah, I do a quick double take. Like, we're going to have to, we're going to have to do something soon. But then I follow Dodge back to the kitchen. Yeah, I'm just basically following everyone else. I don't okay. really know the situation. Um, yeah. So I'm just trying to evaluate everything. This, this, so Dodge leaves the room. And this wood elf is sitting up against the wall. And Biggle goes, ah, And he leaves the room too. <laughs> and now it's this wood elf and you, Yon-Yon. And he looks at you. Hello. And he looks over to his right. And he sees his dead brother. And he looks you in the eye. And he says... Give me a weapon, and let's murder Hans and every single one in his party and bring vengeance to my brother and these woods. Agreed. Hey everyone, Blake here. Just wanted to uh, jump in real quick and remind you that if you haven't been to our website, you should check it out. It's diceboys.com. The reason I am reminding you, we have maps up there. I have some hand-drawn maps of Thornrose Tower. So if you're kind of wondering how I conceived of this place and like what I visually think of it as, that is a great place to go. We also, on our website, have you know photos, behind-the-scenes photos, uh, player profiles, character profiles, lots of good stuff on there, including a contact link. So if there's anything you wanted to get in touch with us about, that is a great way to do that. You could send us an email and ask us any questions you have about the world or the campaign setting and whether or not it actually is based on everyone's favorite holiday movie, which it is. Uh, Yeah, send us an email. I would love to hear from you. So uh, If it works better for you, you can also get in touch with us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter, and yeah, that's a great way to reach out as well. Um, Speaking of, wanted to give a huge shout-out to Paul Daddy Bird Castle, who has been blasting for us on social media. Thanks so much, Paul. Fucking rad. You, sir, are a true real-life wizard. And also, thank you to everyone else who has taken the time to write a review that is great. We really appreciate it. Uh, but I don't want to waste your time just gushing thanks. So uh, let's get back to the story. Let's- so, Yon Yon, you see that eagerness of this wood elf as he slowly hand against the wall raises himself up your compatriots have left into the kitchen and you can hear 
people coming down the stairs. I hold out my hand and I say, let's go. And I like pull him like up, like help him up. Nice. Yeah. He, he, you, you guys do the thing where you grab each other's forearms. Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah. And you, you raise him up and he, he just gives you a nod. And I say together in Elvish to him. Nice. He says together in Elvish to you. And you see the respect and fire in his eyes. And as you guys leave hastily the banquet hall to cross the hallway into the kitchen where Dodge and Biggle are, you see him give one last look to his brother who is dead on the floor. And he (sighs) takes a deep breath. I put my hand on his shoulder. He will be avenged. And he gives you a nod and says, indeed. And you guys go into the kitchen. He looks at the three of you and says, does anyone have a weapon for me? Bubba, we'll get to that, all right? I just need you to... I know you're hopping mad right now. Just take it easy. Stick with us. Keep it cool. We gonna kill every last one of them. This sounds agreeable to me. Watch that door. And I'm gonna point towards the door into the main room. Oh, the, the main door of the kitchen that leads to the foyer? Yes. Okay. He starts scavenging around in the kitchen, and he finds a, a butcher's cleaver. And he grabs yes, it. He does. And leans against. <laughs> he grabs it and leans against the wall and gives you a nod. And I just give him the, you know, point at my eyes, point at his eyes, point back at my eyes. And he l- runs his finger up the edge of the cleaver and points back at you with kind of an okay. Okay. Now I'm a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I see that and I look at Yon and I say, "Well, I mean, I guess that means he knows how to use one of those, right? Almost definitely." So you guys can hear as you're in the kitchen kind of posting up, you can hear voices gathering in the banquet yeah, hall. Yeah, I'm up against the wall by the kitchen door. That's the opposite door from the, the banquet elf hall guy. Door. Yeah. Okay. So what's the plan here? And I put my finger in front of my mouth and I point to my ears and I point in the direction of where the voices are coming from. Biggle climbs up on top of um, like where the sink is along uh, by the door. Mm-hmm. He grabs a pot and he's just standing with his hands holding the pot like a baseball bat, waiting for someone to walk through the door. Nice. I'm just have a spell ready. Fingers out. Fingers <laughs> out. <dog. laughs> like cat claws. Just holding that pose. Cat claws. <laughs> okay. Spirit fingers. You guys are all poised in the kitchen, listening, ready. And some time goes by, and you hear the muffled sound of voices. The din starts to diminish, and eventually. You hear just as it's totally silent at this point. You can hear in the distance the calling of birds, which yon yon, you know, are the birds up above. And you can also hear the very soft, subtle sound of Hans's voice coming from the other room. But you can't make out what he's saying. So we cut over to Alok and Matthias. We'll start with you, Alok. Your vision fades from black to a grainy gray. You feel yourself leaning against a wall and you're slowly getting a sense of the room. There is a flickering firelight. And as you're coming to, you see leaning up against the wall to your right is Holly and she's she's conscious and also bound and gagged. To your left is Matthias who is bound. Hans is standing in front of you with the sword pointed down and kneeling in front of Matthias is Yasmina, and she is pouring something into into Matias's mouth. 
and there's a flickering firelight in the room that's illuminating the room as you kind of come to and you see that uh, Josefina is standing back with a torch that's illuminating the room. Behind her are Fancy Henry and Jaeger, the curly-haired, curled-lip human. And Matthias, you come too. Your vision, again, like moves from black to gray, and then you start to take all this in, and you see to your right is Alok, and you're completely bound. Past Alok is Holly, and past that is a dead wood elf. And standing before you is Hans, Yasmina Josefina, Fancy Henry, who is pretty fucked up at this point. He's got like a bleeding wound in his gut that he's trying to hold in place. And Jaeger. And Hans kind of paces in front of you, Matthias, and you, Alok, and, and Holly. He paces back and forth, and he's dragging his sword on the floorboards. And then he'll turn. He's looking at you all in the eyes. And he looks at you, Matthias, and he looks at you, Alok. And then he locks eyes with Holly, and he says, One, two cowboys on the floor. He's dragging this sword. Which one shall draw breath no more? Hmm. And he's dragging it in front of you. That's a nice rhyme. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? The ha, the half orc speaks. I can sing too, if you want. Yes, indeed, little bird. I would like for you to sing. Tell me, what brings you here? Um. Well, we came for for a party. We uh we heard about a killer rager in the woods, and yeah, we just ended up here. Um, <clears throat> the place looked nice. We thought we'd stay the night. You sound brave and full of vigor. I wonder how brave you are when your friends are the ones on the line. And at that, he holds his sword up to your cheek, right? And you can feel the cold steel on your cheek, Matthias. There's pressure on your face as he kind of pushes it over to the side. And he looks at you, Alok, and he says, Are you so brave and jovial that you would wager your friend's ear? Yeah, he only needs one. I mean, I, and why do you call him my friend? I mean, I, I yes, barely I mean, know I, this guy. I do not, I do not dis disagree with this statement. I do only need one ear, but this is all a very dramatic display. Um, you, you realize that we can talk to you um, if you guys... Put the sword not on my face. Thank you. Oh, you're willing to talk. And he pulls the sword away and sticks it into the floor. How about you, cowboy? You seem to be friends with Holly. I mean, I do not uh, believe that we are friends. Um, we, we did just meet. It seems that you are more acquainted with, with Holly than I am. But uh, you have a... Uh, how should we say captive audience right now? So let us have a conversation, yes? Yes. Let us have a conversation. What brings you to the tower? I already told you, man, we're here for the party. Enough of your shenanigans! 
I mean, he's not wrong. And he it... pulls the sword out of the ground and brings it back up to Matthias's face. This is, again, if you would like to have a conversation, this is not the best way to have a conversation. <laughs> you don't seem to know how to speak to- I am here. And he slams the sword back with an express purpose. And you have disrupted that. Is your purpose to damage the floor? Because you keep doing that. No, I believe that he was looking for a dagger that belonged to someone in his family. It's a, it's all very complicated. Why doesn't he just build one? This is a very good question. My friend, my orc friend asks a very good question. If you would like a dagger so much, why why don't you just make a new one? The heirlooms, they mean nothing unless you are you describe meaning. You... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's too good. One point, Nick. <laughs> he says, you really are a moron, aren't you? And then he looks at Holly and he says, <laughs> he says, uh, and these are your chosen compatriots. I see it runs in the family, pairing yourself with a fool. It's a backdoor insult. Clever. Can I answer the question that you asked originally, though? I would, I would be happy to do that. Please. Before I, I cut your ear off. Oh, yes, I would very much like to keep my ear. I, um, I have a troubling uh, relationship with my body, but uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> so, so we were, uh, we, we were contacted by, by a, a dwarf, um... And he says that there was something that we should Matthias. find. Yes. Well, I'm just saying that the party that you spoke of uh, was said here, and it was the dwarfs that sent us. He glares at you, and then you see a smile crack on his face. A chuckle begins to form in his chest. <laughs> oh, this is rich. You're telling me you are here because Amadeus, the dwarf, hired you. You're hired by a criminal, an accomplice to murder, essentially, and you're defending this elf. And he points at Holly and he says, oh, well, I've misjudged you here. Let me. Uh, and then he, he reaches at his belt and he pulls out a coin purse. How much did he offer to pay you? I mean, I pay you in turn. Matthias, uh, I mean, what are you getting out of this? I, I, I do not oh. see this. How, how much you got? I mean, I'm curious to know. You probably this got at least question. 30 in there, right? He says, here. And he throws a coin purse right at your face, Haylock. Oh, that was an unnecessary show of wealth. I'm just saying. This, <laughs> this is a problem with the ruling class. You just throw your money around. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hans, I believe there were some rocks in there. It's all yours. If you walk out the door. Right now? We'd be happy to escort you. Would you, would you Walk out, out the door into the night forest and never come back. And what would Matthias get? Oh, you can split it as you see So fit. I have to share this? Indeed. Matthias, is that enough for you? I, I don't think it's enough for me. Well, I, I was not hit in the face with it, so I don't know how it much felt, is in there. It, it felt pretty light. It seemed, I mean, it's fair. I mean, he, he, he speaks of murder, but, but we, we killed some of his people. So I guess you would say that we are just as evil as he is. Um, I don't, you know. Wait, 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 wait. You think of me as evil? No, no. I, I think of you as a bad employer. The guy behind you, Fancy Henry, he's your enforcer? <clears throat> 
Yes, you are, you are most definitely an asshole. This is true. Um, I do not. I cannot make a, a moral judgment upon your your intentions right now. But uh, yes, asshole. Yes, but uh, evil not necessarily. <laughs> Did he wear that bow tie to his in- interview? <laughs> and you hired him. <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, He says, Well, I can see. I'm going to get nowhere in this conversation, as is. I'm not either. I'm bound up. Indeed, yes. That's the downside of fighting for the wrong side, you see. You took a job, not knowing what you were getting into. And now, here we are. You're bound. The tower is mine. And the dagger will be mine. What's so great about this dagger? I, I don't get it. It is my grandfather's dagger and it is mine by right! Is it... Is it shiny or something? He <laughs> p- points the sword at your neck. You can feel the prick. It is my grandfather's dagger and it is mine by right. This! And he pulls the sword away and points it at Holly. This elf's sister killed my grandfather, and Amadeus was an accomplice. Shit of a love affair. Their grotesque dwarf elf nonsense. Now that is just intolerant. I do not appreciate you speaking like that, but any sort of love unions. You! And he swings the sword back over at you. Uh Uh-huh. Are very close to having a much harder time of hearing me. That is understood, yes. Um. And he sheathes his sword, and he turns around at Yasmina and Yosefina, and he says to them, Gag them. I've heard enough drivel at this point. Can you gag my ears too? Please, I'm tired of hearing him. (laughs) Nice. Sick burn. (laughs) <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you hated that. <laughs> uh, As he shoot this sword, you motherfucker, this was my moment. <laughs> and, and then he looks at Fancy Henry and uh, Jaeger, and he says, There was another one, a human, a cocky human by the name of Dodge. Find him. He is somewhere in this tower. Find him and kill him. These other two we will use as leverage. If we get any problem from her ilk, and he points his sword at Holly. So the offer to leave is not on the table anymore. So we heard him start yelling. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, you did, for sure. Yeah. He said something about a grandfather's dagger. I think we would start. I think I would give the signal to old elf boy. Hey, Bubba. Excuse me? You're not Bubba. That's He's Bubba. Pointing towards the wood elf. Sorry, you said the elf boy. No, your boss. He's Bubba. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm just don't don't want to be called Bubba. I just want to get this. Uh, That's all right. Your boss. (laughs) My name is. One more time. One last time. Your boss. He's Bubba. Okay, all right. I don't like you making slander of my toes. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, boss. This is the type of situation that I was hired on. You know, to oversee. Am I right or am I right? Cross my arms. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Bubba, there's weapons over by the door there, outside in the main room. It's go time. Okay, so you see, you see him kind of lean into the, 
the kitchen door that leads out into the foyer. And he looks back at you and, and he grins. He can, see his, he can see his pile of gear over by the door that leads into the banquet hall. And he leans back at you and he grins and he smiles. And then he leans back out to go and then he comes back in real fast. And he looks at you and he points at his eyes with two fingers. And then he raises two fingers. And then he drops those two fingers and makes a move like legs mm-hmm. and points outside. Right after that, you hear the muffled voices. Are they coming towards me? The wood elf looks at you wide-eyed and points at the door. Not panicking, but just very urgently. At his door or my door? At his door, indicating that they're coming into the kitchen. Okay, I'm going to look at the bosses and I'm just going to duck down. And try to put some obstacles between. Yeah, so there's a there's a big the counter in the center. Yeah, I'm like just gonna a, duck down in the center of the kitchen, like I'm gonna, a kitchen island. I'm gonna like do a little circle with my hand around the bosses and point towards that door. Once a fight breaks out in this room, I'm gonna go into the dining hall. Okay, so you all see and you can hear these voices get louder. The muffled kind of like, <laughs> and the the door opens, and the last thing you hear before everything pops off, is Jaeger saying, like, Yeah, I'm much more competent than he would give me, he gives me credit for. I have a lot of street smarts. And in that, <laughs> I throw my pot. <laughs> Attacks go down, let's roll initiative, and you guys are going to get a surprise round on these fools. Alok and Matthias. My fucking god! Oh, these dice are insane! They might be weighted, actually. They might be weighted. I'm really starting to think they're weighted. Alok and Matthias, why don't you roll for initiative as well? Uh, just so that in case you guys get freed or whatever, I can pop you in. Nice. Dodge, what'd you roll? That's a big 17 from your boy. Good, good. That's a good roll. Biggle. We got a 10. It's an alright roll. We'll see if he lays up. Yon yon. 23. Jesus. That is a very Sorry, solid roll. Not 23, 22. It uh, doesn't matter. Nobody's going to beat that. Except A-Log. Uh, 20. Ooh. Dice Boy's rolling strong right now. Matthias. Uh, 19. Jesus, guys. Uh, uh, I rolled an 8, a 5, and a 3 for the yeah, bad guys. Let's keep this initiative going until so, they're dead. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just will yeah. yeah. was the case that they What do I got to do to keep so, it in initiative? Just to be clear, most of this action right now is happening in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, for sure. The mistake that Jurgen made was claiming that it was his tower. It's my tower. It's not Jurgen. It's Hans. Sorry, Hans. <laughs> Give him a tasty old witch bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Level three witch bolt. <laughs> yeah, three, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and miss. And the one that rolls is going to be a <laughs> Okay, so this is a beautiful, beautiful moment. Because Jaeger is pushing open the door complaining to Fancy Henry about how Hans doesn't take his capabilities <laughs> seriously enough. And on the back side of that door is a creepy, bloodlusty wood elf ready to bring this meat cleaver down on whoever comes in it. But Yon-Yon, it is your tower now. And you pop up from behind the island and surprise them. What do you do? I'm just going to poke my head out and just... Cast Firebolt, and then debug duck my head back down. Cast what? Firebolt. Who are you casting it at? Uh, old curly homie coming through the door. Okay. Oh my fucking god, dude. It's a seven. 
<laughs> and the weighted. dice are not weighted. Yes. Not weighted. Dice broken. <laughs> not yeah. weighted dice. You, you know, but it's just it's just it's just really grinding at home about how I'm just terrible at any arcane magic. Or yeah, any Fighting martial, magic. yeah, any martial, martial magic. Martial, yeah. <laughs> uh, some damage, yeah, so not your boy. Yeah, you see the door frame above the kitchen, <laughs> kind of smolder, and they are wide-eyed and reaching for their weapons. Dodge, I'm out. You bolt out before they even get a chance to notice that you were in there. They're so taken by Yon Yon's presence and surprised. Biggle, yeah, the pot is already hurling towards them. That's gonna be. Dexterity, right? You're throwing yeah. a pot yep. at them. That's so that's going to be a 16. Attack. Yeah, it hits. Um, I'm going to roll a d10. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. Six? I, there are rules about improvised weapons that I'm not going to follow right now. I'm going to let you roll a d4. Who are you throwing it at? Uh, Which is me being generous I mean, I'm you, throwing at the, the door, so whoever... So for <laughs> curly lip homie. Okay. That's a four. That's going to be four damage. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll say it's Jaeger because he was kind of the first one to come Max out. damage right. on a pot throw, my guy. That's <laughs> Ooh, um, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, no, that's, that's the zone you want to be in. damage yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah and I'm uh, moving to uh, uh, as far away as I can be and still be in the room. This pot comes whoo, 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 handle over urn. I guess it <laughs> comes tumbling pot? through the dark kitchen and spong, just slams right into Jaeger's forehead. And following that from behind the door comes a backhanded meat cleaver right into Jaeger's chest. And it lands solidly into him. Thwack. And blood. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, blood just. <laughs> the premonition has happened so soon. Blood just splatters everywhere and he tumbles backwards into Fancy Henry. And he's, he's reaching for his weapon, but is just so caught off guard. And you just hear the thick, wet thud of this weapon land into him. And at this point, they're drawing thick, weapons. Wet thud. I'm sorry. That was. Ugh. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I know that is. Oh, yeah, I can't you know it. that sound. You've butchered some shit. You know that sound. Sorry. Just, uh, but home. you guys got a surprise round on them. So before anything has even happened, they're pulling their weapons out and they're ready to attack, but they're just caught on their back heel. So Yon Yon, go ahead. And I get the biggest smile on my face watching him take damage. And I lean back up and like present my whole self and cast Toll of Death. Or sorry, Toll of the Dead. What the fuck is that spell? It basically creates a loud bell ringing and they make a wisdom saving throw. They fail, they make they take one D twelve necrotic damage. Oh if they've already taken damage. If they've already taken damage in this particular encounter. The Grim Reaper's coming for him, man. So on a saving throw they take half. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good flavor. Yeah. So he makes a wisdom saving throw? Yeah, or he takes half. Failed. Roll that damage. It's gonna be five. He stares at you, wide eyed. This meat cleaver getting pulled out of his body and a trail of blood follows. And he just stares at you as he hears this bell ring. Boom! Boom! And then he looks up at the kitchen ceiling and gets a smile on his face and falls over. And his body falls into Fancy Henry's body. 
and Fancy Henry's pulling out his cudgel and pushes aside the now dead body of Jaeger. But you guys can hear the screams and riot sounds of Hans and Yasmina and Josefina. I'm also going to duck back, use the rest of my movement to duck back behind the island. That's probably good because Fancy Henry's charging. Matthias and Alok, you see Dodge jump into the banquet room from the side door. Very sneakily. Oh, you're you're trying to do this stealthily? Yeah, I'm like, you know, tactical mode. I'm like crouching. It's not very stealthy. So I want to understand what's going through your head. You that was think a joke. You, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, everyone sees you come crouching in this room. Crouching video game character, yeah. you know. Everyone sees you come yeah, in this room. Yeah, absolutely. There's other people in there besides my homies. Yes. Cool. Hans, Yasmina, and Josefina are all in there. Cool, cool. And Hans says, oh, there you are. Hey, Hans, Booby. Hey, listen. Uh, <laughs> yes! Yes! Uh, we might want to chat, actually. <laughs> I think we got some things to talk about. Indeed, I have your friends here. And he, he yells, Henry! Jaeger, come oh, back! As He's a matter of fact, matter of fact, they're... Uh, they're actually busy right now, so... Uh, yes, looking for you, and here you are. No, I'm sorry. I really hate to burst your bubble uh, hands. They're busy doing other stuff. They're not going to be here anytime soon. So it's just me and you and uh, all these other people. So why don't we just chat? We can just chat. We don't got to mess with them. They're doing stuff. They're really having fun. And you see behind you, Yasmina and Josefina pull out their crossbows. Hey, listen... <clears throat> And one of them says, kill him now, Hans. Kill him now. What? I mean, come on. (laughs) All right, listen. Hans, you might think that you have the upper hand in this situation. I understand why you have that point of view. But uh, perhaps if we talk it out a little bit, you'll understand and come over to my my side of seeing things. And I have to say, I have been in the basement uh, already. And uh, I can assure you that the dagger is there, but we already know you don't believe that. All right. Give me a persuasion roll. That's a 15. He pulls out his sword and then stretches it behind him to kind of push down Yasmina and Josefina's crossbows. I'm listening. All right, so you know how to get down there, right? That's right. You've been here before. I take it. There's nothing in the basement. Listen, man, what's it going to cost you? We go down there, check it out. I'll show you what I found. If it looks sketchy, then you just stab me in the face like we talked about earlier. Uh, you know. You know, it's right right through here, man. What did you find? I found the dagger, man. I told you. Listen, all right. It's some crazy contraption, some kind of wizard. You know, I don't really... I'm sure... You know, wizards. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that little extra. Yes, Nakatomi was, from what I understand, rather eccentric. All right. You, uh, you pretty good at busting into lock stuff, I take it. Hope you don't mind me saying that. He looks at you and he kind of grins. He says, perhaps we have more in common than I initially thought. Yeah, that's what and I'm you saying, hear, man. And you hear behind him, Yasmina says, Hans, this is a bad idea. Kill him now. Uh, man, come on. These, I mean, why are you hanging out with these people? They, I mean, listen. All right, the dagger, though. I'm, I'm into puzzles. You know, I like puzzles and stuff. Crazy, <laughs> crazy lock on this, uh, on this thing. It's like a, you know, it's like you got them big old barrels, and I, I, I mean, you just have to see it, man. It's if you, if you're like me, you got appreciation for these type of things. It's one of those things, like, it's once in a lifetime type situation, you know? I know the dagger, that's important to you, whatever, but for me, like, just professionally speaking, you know what I'm saying? That It's just, it's a curiosity worth, you know, <laughs> worth experiencing. Hmm. 
An intricate wizard lock. That's what I'm saying, man. And you think that behind this lock is the dagger. Nah, dog. Listen, I don't have to think. I know. <laughs> I opened it. Okay? And if you want, I can shut it back up again just so you can give it a shot. Might be a little fun. Might have a little fun while you're here, my, my dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. We're going to cut over to you in the kitchen, Biggle. And Jaeger has just shot, shot blood all over the place. And he's fallen over dead. And now Fancy Henry is holding his side where this sword wound is, where Alok had stabbed him. He's charging at Yon Yon, crashing through all these pots and all this debris and detritus on the floor, running toward Yon Yon. What do you want to do? I reach do? into my satchel and I pull out a little vial. I chuck it at him and he has to make a dexterity save. Okay. What does he have to make? Got to be a 13. He rolled a seven. All right. Describe to me what happens as, you, as this vial slow-mo turns over round bottom over corked top yeah so i've through the air gathered myself after throwing this pot and as i'm reaching (laughs) into almost falling off the countertop with all my might Mm -hmm. and as i'm reaching into my satchel my chain mail is and doing everything i can to keep my balance on top of this counter as i'm hurling it it's not a very good throw and it literally bounces off the island in the center and ah. slides all the way across past Yon Yon, not even close, but like tink, 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 and breaks on the floor, like on his legs. Nice. And it's my vial of alchemical acid. That sounds like acid damage to it's me. It's going to be, yeah. Uh, yeah, 1d6. He's going to take five damage. Ooh. Burn those tootsies. Um, and with that, uh, as I throw it, I'm going to jump off the counter and run uh, towards the cellar door. Nice. Okay. So if I can open the door and go down it, then with movement, I'll do that. But I want to shut the yeah. door behind me. Yeah, you can do both those. Okay. Yeah, it's a small kitchen. So here's what happens. Slow-mo, vial flies through the air, lands on the island, tink, 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 slides across. And it's, it's inertia sl- Throws it off the island in the kitchen just enough to get right at Fancy Henry's feet as he's coming toward Yon Yon. Cudgel raised and this vial cracks and just this cloud of acid just completely evaporates his legs from the knees down. As this happens, I want to grab up at his neck and pull the bow tie off. Nice. As you do body, that. He's like disintegrating. And his knees land on the oh. ground and his legs buckle under him as his, his hulking torso lands on the weight of this thing and he's just crying out a blood curdling scream and yon yon you're standing there on the island holding his burnt bow tie and you watch him die on the floor at that alok and matthias you all hear this blood curdling scream and alok you know who it is you're both disappointed because you didn't get to do it but you're also relieved because this fucking piece of shit psychopath murderer no longer dwells on this plane of existence yeah i imagine i kind of clench my fist and smile at the same time and hans looks at you dodge i told you they was busy man no i think yasmina was right i should kill you instead 
and two crossbow bolts Ooh. fire at you. Oh my god. You see this, don't you? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a two as one of them flies off wildly into the corner, way off, and you hear uh, Josefina curse. Damn it. And the other one buries itself into Hans's shoulder. She rolled a one. Just remember, man, we could have talked about it. And he takes his first damage and curses, turns around with a fiery eye, but then turns back to you, Dodge, and brings his sword down on you. Does a 15 hit? Yes. I might die. Just saying, that eight is not very high. Ooh. For seven damage. Oh! That's right, baby. (laughs) I am the chosen one. (laughs) (laughs) I am the chosen one. Oh, man. I, I almost rolled max damage on that. Max damage would have been an eight. Yikes. Wow, Jaeger and Fancy Henry are dead. Fucking dead. They fuck with the wrong dude. And that's you, Yon Yon, on the island. You're holding the bow tie, and you're in the room with Biggle and Al the Wood Elf, who's wiping this cleaver off on his shirt. Fucking winky finger gun. And he says, Let's get the rest. Fuck yeah. I hear the fuck yeah, and Biggle pushes open the the basement door and pokes his head out and he says you mean there's more most definitely all right yon yon what do you want to do i'm gonna run across the room and i'm gonna open open the door which door the one to the foyer or the one to the the hallway i'm running out the kitchen towards the hallway that towards the door that leads to the other door which is in the door yeah and they're both like kind of saloon style doors so you don't even have to use your hand you can just use your body to push through it Okay, but I'm coming in to see, and I like burst through very quickly. And the second I see Hans, so I'm you're just... gonna you're gonna jump down off the island and run through the side door that leads into the hallway, and just burst through that straight into the other side door that leads into the banquet hall, where Hans has just and as laid I open this door, into I'm pulling Dodge. out the witch bolt, like wand. And I'm just like full three charges. X gonna give it to him. Divide it up. Fucking done, dude. Uh, three charges or six charges? Six charges. Just knock, fucking knock, open up. Up. Yeah. Shotgun, dude. You, you can spend an additional charge because it has seven charges. Yeah, I'm just it. reminding you, you can spend Send an additional it. charge to give yourself a plus one on the attack roll. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make an attack roll. Make a spell attack roll. I wanted that 20 so bad. That's going to be an 18. Click, click, yeah, boom. <laughs> Hits. And I, as I kick this, no, as I kick this door open, I pull it out. And this tower is mine. And then just fucking lay it down. Nice. That's 3d12, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, At level let's get these numbers. One good. dog. That, those are some level eight numbers so, right there, so dude. Math. Which bolt? Uh, which bolt? For every one above level one, it's an additional D12. So yes, 3D12 lightning. It's going to be 11. 5, so 16. 18. That's a pretty good hit. Oh, come on, slam. How does he die, Yon-Yon? Just fucking... One he's just not there. He's dog. not there anymore. Just I come through, just the tower is mine. Wham! And this lightning comes down and just it comes from the wand. Comes from the wand. Sorry, the arcs from the wand. And yeah. just there is no it, longer. Which this room is already like flickering with firelight, but n- nevertheless, it's still kind of dark. And this 
arc of lightning just it's like sunlight bright in the room just shadows all over the wall like a nuclear blast and yeah Hans his body just courses with lightning as this bolt hits him he crumbles to blackened ash in a pile fuck you and all his belongings all his armor everything he was carrying just just lands on top of this like comically cartoon style lands on top of this pile of blackened ash and i look at the two archers and i take two fingers and i point at my eyes and i point both back at them and they look at each other and look at you and raise their crossbows and turn to run this week looks like the players were able to emerge victorious against hans and his crew and boy i tell you when we sat down to record this session i i was terrified i didn't know how they were going to get out of it but they somehow scraped by unfortunately for them they still have a painting to find and there will be some challenges involved so tune in next week for that Thanks for listening to Dice Boys, everyone. Uh, I also wanted to say thank you to Stumptown Coffee Roasters for their Passion Project grant. And I wanted to say thank you to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off the album Broken Machine. Great album. You should check them out at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com. And speaking of music, all the music on our podcast has been composed by Drew, who plays Dodge, and his brother, Jared. So I wanted to send a huge shout-out to Jared as well, the honorary seventh member of the Dice Boys. Thanks for all your hard work, Jared. We appreciate it. And last but not least, thank you to each and every one of you for everything you create with your friends, all the gaming you do, and all the good times that you're carving out. Keep it up and don't stop, because it is valuable and important. And remember, the right play is the fun play. Hey, this is Christina Hester. Uh, The characters involved are a Goliath fighter named Cinder, a druid named Naima, a paladin named Jacob, and a battle cleric named Sergei. Um, And here's what happened. Uh, While making their way urgently to Waterdeep, pursued by an unknown foe, the party opted to cross via the Stone Bridge shaving significant time off their travel. So the Stone Bridge is uh, a single arch, roughly two miles in length, and it's like 400 feet high, made of granite. It's uh, about six paces wide with no railings or barriers. And as the party was nearing the midpoint of the Stone Bridge, the Druid perceived several aerial unfriendlies. With just a few moments to prepare, uh, the Griffins with riders were upon them, dive-bombing the party. And in response to the incoming assault, uh, the Goliath, uh, Cinder, strengthened her resolve, uh, leapt off the stone bridge and dove, aiming for the nearest griffin rider. Uh, simultaneously, the druid, Naima, used her wild shape to assume the shape of a giant eagle. And with a successful series of 
really epic maneuver. Cinder tucked, rolled, and dropped uh, onto the griffin, knocking the rider off. She kept her seat in the saddle, taking control of the griffin, and as the rider began to plummet, he extracted and administered a potion of Featherfall. And so as his descent slowed, he sort of turned over onto his back, floating, 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 shooting magic missile over and over and over at the heroes with one hand, and then, of course, making crude gestures with the other hand. Um, Cinder and Naima, they uh, both uh, airborne now. They harried the remaining griffins and riders, pushing them down onto the stone bridge, where the paladin Jacob and the battle cleric Sergei made quick work of them. Thanks, dudes. You guys are awesome. I miss you very much.